0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 1147 of Horse Tip Daily. Your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Brought to you today by EquestrianCollections.com. Greetings horse people, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Well, I'm cantering solo today. Yes, I said cantering. My trusty quarter horse Beaker came to me a few years back with some well-established, what we call, gate anomalies. And over the years, I've come up with some ways that can help him move better that are fun and easy regardless of whatever discipline you're riding in. So we're going to talk about those a little bit today, and I'm going to use the Royal We. And we'll get right to the tips after this from (music) EquestrianCollections.com.
0: Hi, Glenn here, and I am with Debbie from Equestrian Collections with this week's product of the week. Hi, Glenn. This week I'm featuring one um, product, but two types of the same product, the Weather Vita Elite Saddle Pad. It comes in both all-purpose and dressage style. Um, the thing that makes this unique is it has a sticky piece. It's on the outside of the pad. The the outside of the pad is a suede type of material. The inside, of course, is the wicking lining, so your horse is cool and all that. But the outside has this grippy silicone patch logo that actually is it's stick it's sticky for your saddle not for your horse so it tends to not slip so if you have a saddle particularly like um one of these uh treeless and, and you know if, if if you can use this and it'll help stick to it cuz sometimes with some of those saddles you can't use um use the binding thing so this will help keep your saddle in place it also has another way cool feature which is uh, the um girth patch Instead of being self, uh, the same material is um, is a uh, it's a PVC covered patch there. So it not only in is has is more durable, but then it would keep your pad from getting stained. You know, because sometimes that happens with girth. So I thought that was a pretty unique feature as well. So that's why I wanted to feature that this week. Um, it does come with the in the all-purpose type and also the dressage type. So check it out. It's by Weatherbiter, well-known, well-beloved brand. Weatherbeeta Elite saddle pad, and in a lot of colors. Yeah, that's true. It's that's another thing. It comes in um, blue, light blue, dark blue, pink, purple, and white, and all that. So yeah, take a look at it. I think you'll like it. And the Price is Right at equestriancollections.com. dot com. Just search for Weatherbeeta Elite. And you'll find it there at equestriancollections.com. This product highlight was produced by the Horse Radio Network. Listen to all of our shows at horseradionetwork.com.
1: All righty, so here we go. For the purposes of this tip, I'm going to use the word canter, but you can substitute the word lope, and it all still applies. You can change pace within the canter to improve the canter. You can ask the horse to move on, and I mean significantly move on, as in gallop, forward for X number of strides, and then gently come back while still staying within the canter. You want to stretch the boundaries of what you can maintain. If you're new to this or have difficulty with it, ask for just a little bit more forward and then just a little bit more. This will encourage the horse to stay balanced better. This is a great exercise to do in the open as well as in an arena, but please do avoid the habit that many of us have who have dressage arenas in our backyards or at our riding facilities of lengthen down the long side, shorten on the short side. It gets boring for everyone, so mix it up as best you can. If you have one of those horses that gets a little fresh or crow hops when asked to move forward, you can do this in a round pen without a rider. Although I would not recommend doing it on a lunge line because the circle is small enough that a lot of horses will have difficulty with it unless they're already pretty darn balanced. So if you have a large 60 foot or so round pen available, this is a fun exercise to work on in there. Next up, this one's based on a old adage that many of us have heard. Practice does not make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect perfect. I think Denny Emerson's the first person that told me that, but I'm sure it's been around since long before Denny Emerson. If your canter or your trot or your walk, if the gait itself kind of sucks, um, why fix it? Get the gait perfect from the very first step. Go from trot to canter. Get the transition perfect so that you have the perfect canter to begin with. It doesn't matter if you get the perfect transition and then two strides of perfect canter and then it all comes apart. Be aware of this, get the perfect transition, get your two strides and go back to trot. And keep practicing that and work towards getting three strides, then four strides, etc., etc. And this applies to any gait. It doesn't matter if you're doing trot to canter or walk to canter. Next up, let's decorate the arena. Use ground poles to your advantage. You can do one of two things. You can either set up your ground poles so that they become a line of poles, as in bouncing from one to the next. That means that the horse takes no canter strides. Every single stride requires him to go over a pole. You can also set them so that they are one stride apart, so that he goes over a pole, takes a full stride, and goes over the next pole. Or you can set them around a circle so that there are multiple strides between poles, All of these methods have in common that you start with one and become proficient and then add more. You can put them on straight lines, you can put them on S's, you can put up across the diagonal, you can put them on the trails. You want to make sure that you set the distance appropriate to your horse. Generally speaking, it's 9 to 10 feet for a horse that's going to bounce through them or 18 to 24 feet for a horse that's going to put a stride between them. One of my favorites to do is to create a very large circle, something that probably wouldn't fit into a dressage arena, and put one pole on. I get comfortable with cantering over that one pole, and then I put a pole opposite side of the circle. So I have one pole at 6 o'clock, one pole at 12 o'clock. And then I add a third pole at 3 o'clock and a fourth pole at 9 o'clock. Again, I am cognizant of the size of the circle so that I create a comfortable number of strides between those poles. This exercise also has the added benefit of helping the rider develop a better eye for distances. Well, there you go. You can find lots more tips on topics ranging from barn care to websites for horse people at horsetipdaily.com. Just look for the Topics drop-down menu on the left. And don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they really do make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of EquestrianCollections.com and listeners like you. And now you can have every single one of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go with the, the free Horse Radio Network app for iPhone and Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network.